So I'm using uh, MetaMask, right? Yeah. And 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 you know, there's some other ones, different networks that I've been looking at to buy NFTs. Yeah. Was you know the other one too is uh, the Binance actually has their own MetaMask too. Uh-huh. So I signed up for that one, and I only did that because I was trying to figure out, you know, when you're trying to connect to when you're trying to, you know, let's just say buy an NFT through yeah. a certain uh, website that it, you know on that website it'll say connect connect your wallet. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I'm just like, okay. Oh, it'll it and it'll give you it'll say MetaMask or it'll say these other options. For right? sure. So MetaMask is probably one of the main ones that I'm using. It, what made you pick MetaMask? I think probably because it was just um, most of the websites or you know um, yeah, what is it NFTs that I was buying yeah. was probably the main one. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Right, and and I guess more research that I did that one popped up and you know and kind of that's that's Same how here. I got started. Yeah, it, it was constantly front on all the youtube videos i watched and it was also always the one that was on the mint websites every discord channel is and connect your metamask connect your metamask and then you start looking at like you know the options for wallets and there's coinbase wallet there's uh phantom there's metamask uh there's math alpha wallet trust wallet um i think i said coinbase wallet but like there's so many different options and now I'm looking back on it and I'm like, did I pick the right one or the wrong one? I don't really know. Um, that being said, I haven't had any problems with MetaMask and it's worked great for all of my minting as well as for creating my OpenSea. So I think I got the right one. Yeah. So um, so for me, let's let's kind of dive into um, you know, the 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 details yeah. of, of setting that up. So what I will say most importantly is during the setup process, there is a key, right, yep. which consists of many different, you know, just random words, right? What I would say is for me personally, I wrote all those on a notebook that I keep, you know, uh, nice. around me in the house, right? And yeah. I, I'm actually going to transfer it to another notebook, right? Yep. So that way I don't plan on losing it. Um, but in the same sense, I'm not keeping anything on my phone, right? Yep. So I'm going to write down that key, which consists, I mean, it can be what, nine to 15 or something like yep. that, just kind of keywords. Um, and most importantly, you don't want to give that to anybody, no. right? And you'll see in a lot of discords uh, that, you know, nobody will ask you. There's a lot of scams, a lot of bots, and um, you don't want to give that key to anybody, right? So mm-hmm. um, once you have that, you'll create your login just like you do any, you know, your user and your password, just like any other login. And then um, and then you should be able to connect your, your wallet. So mm-hmm. I know, you know. I know with you, you know, from many of our conversations, yeah. you got a kind of personal experience. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rich is so right when you never need to give that secret passphrase away. Um, and when you're creating your wallet, 100%, be sure to, to put that thing in multiple places. Um, my my journey through getting into wallets was really out of necessity, honestly. You know, the, the wallet will function really as the way that you are purchasing your NFTs. Um and, and I mean, one of the ways to think about it too, and, I, and I, I tried to put this together, we'll see if this analogy works, but it's basically like your digital wallet can function a lot like your physical wallet where you take money out of like a checkings or savings account, you put your cash in the wallet and then you use that to buy things. Your um, your MetaMask wallet can function very similar in that if you have like a Coinbase investment account, you can transfer Ethereum or Bitcoin or, or I guess Ethereum really out of that into the wallet and then you use the wallet to purchase your NFTs. 
But you have to have a wallet because when you go on to uh, mint an NFT, essentially when an NFT project launches, you can go on and mint it. Usually for the big projects, it's kind of like a mad dash of who can mint it. You have to integrate that with a wallet. It's a Chrome extension. If you just Google MetaMask, it's really easy to download. But as you're going through that setup process, you will get prompted for your secret passphrase. And then you will create a password as well. Those things you definitely want to write down in multiple places and never share it with anyone. I don't care if someone's in your Discord trying to give you $10,000 or if someone DMs you on Instagram trying to give you a Tesla. Keep that thing secret. Keep it safe. Like Gandalf told Frodo, you better tuck that thing away, boy, because it does not belong in anyone else's hands. Um, Your secret passphrase never changes. If someone has your secret passphrase, they are you, you are them, you are the same person with the same access. Um, You can't go on there and refresh your secret passphrase. You can't email MetaMask and say, I lost my secret passphrase or someone's being mean to me. This is a, this is the, this is the cruel cold world of as cool as this technology is, is of how um, tough it can be. And uh, me personally, We'll talk about NFT scams um, and and the the different versions of these in the future. But to give you guys my breakdown on this, um, the my first my first NFT project that I was getting excited about was called the Goat Society. Um, the Goat Society is essentially this collection of goats. Some of them model famous characters um, with some interesting utilities. A lot of my friends were connected to them. You know, they have a roadmap that includes events, um, a game. Things I thought were kind of interesting. I was very youth. <laughs> I was in the youth stage of my NFT journey. Um, and I got on. I purchased my NFTs. I minted them. But when you mint your NFT, you don't always get to see the NFT right off the bat. Uh, you might have to wait a couple of days. It's, and I think it's more of a marketing thing than anything. Like, let's build excitement, get people to trade. There's usually a lot of transactions that happen between the minting and then the reveal. So I think there's some strategies there as well that these projects are using to kind of boost the uh, the revenue. But the day of the reveal, they were hosting a live chat on their Discord channel with people like Waka Flocka, a couple other kind of like NFT personalities, um, but they were doing giveaways on the Discord live chat. So I got on, I was really excited. It was like at 9 p.m. I get on at like 8.50 and uh, I'm kind of rushing to get into the Discord Long story short, my Discord account, I had two Discord accounts and I had to like cancel one, get my phone number so I could verify my other one so I could get into these things. So I'm trying to verify. I finally get my phone number like freed from this other account. I get in and then right when I jump into my Discord, I get a DM. I really wasn't a Discord user at this time. So your DMs and your servers look the exact same. The profile shape is the exact same. They're on the same column. There's just one little line that separates them. So if you haven't used Discord before, you need to realize that your DMs and your servers all come up on that left-hand side, or at least at the time we're making this podcast, they do. And I jumped in and they're like, hey, to register for the giveaway, we're giving away, and, and they were legitimately doing a giveaway. You have to go to this website. So if you win, we can give you your reward. So I go to the website. Um, it looks just like MetaMask. It's got their logo. It's got their branding. Um, and it asked me for my secret passphrase and my password. So I put in my secret passphrase. I put in my password. I press submit and it's like, thank you. And I was like, okay, I guess I got verified. Didn't even think twice about it. At this point, guys, I am like a couple weeks maybe into my journey. I haven't done deep homework yet. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to get some giveaway stuff. Hopefully I go back. I'm listening to the, to the, uh, discord chat 
And I don't know if you've listened to these things. I think they're kind of pointless. I'm not going to, I don't want to be a dick, but like they're kind of just chopping it up about random stuff, trying to get people hype. And I wasn't that excited about it. So I go to my open sea to see if my goats have been revealed. One of my goats is gone. At this point, I'm like, oh, maybe they go away to reveal themselves and they come back. I'll have all these narratives in my head going because I really don't have any idea what I'm doing at this point in my NFT journey. Um, I go back to the Discord. They're like, and then they start doing the giveaway in the Discord. And they're they're doing the giveaway based off of the number of the NFT, not off of who registered through the site. So right then I'm like, oh, something's wrong. Because the giveaway is not going down how this DM said it was going to go down. I go back to my open scene and another one of my goats is gone. And right then and there, I knew I was scammed. I immediately start like frantically emailing OpenSea and MetaMask, like trying to figure out what's going on. And long story short, in the course of like 15 minutes, I had six of my eight NFTs get wiped out. All my Ethereum drained from my wallet. Uh, and there's nothing I could do about it because I'd given up my secret passphrase. So coming from a guy who has lost thousands of dollars, frankly, um, on NFTs and making a bad decision in terms of sharing his information, keep it secret, keep it safe, and don't let anyone get to that secret passphrase. (laughs) That wallet is going to be essential in your journey. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's definitely not good that you lost money or that I lost money, right? Yeah. You know, I think what, you know, most importantly is that we can share this experience Mm -hmm. and and really kind of help people through their journey, understand what to do, what not to do before they jump right in. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, we talked more about the NFTs, you know, uh, purchasing NFTs through your, uh, through your wallet. Right. And yeah, you definitely want to have money in your bank account. Right. So that way you can, if you're, let's just say you're using Coinbase, um, you can put the money into Ethereum, right? And mm-hmm. then basically transfer that Ethereum to your MetaMask. Yep. So for me, there's another uh, crypto exchange called Binance, right? And there's Binance US. And I've been set up with them for a while. And then, you know, I actually bought some cryptocurrency um, on Binance that I couldn't buy on Coinbase. So that's another thing is that depending on what cryptocurrencies you're actually buying, you can't all buy, you know, let's just say, so, okay, here's an example. My uncle. He, he lives in New Jersey and he's, you know, he's like, Rich, I want to get involved in Metaverse. I'm looking at these these uh, different uh, cryptocurrencies uh, to, to buy, right? The projects, the cryptocurrency. So he's like, and I was like, okay, but you can't buy all of them in one exchange, right? There, <laughs> yeah, yeah. there may be five different exchanges. For sure. Um, of how that works. So here's a quick tip is that if you go to um, CoinGecko, dot com or coinmarketcap.com these are the main two websites to where you can see where all the cryptocurrencies are basically they're they're ranked and you can go to each one you can see their market cap you can see their websites you can see their wallet addresses um and then you could actually check the transactions on etherscan which is a whole another thing yep so going back to that is that this became a little bit personal too so you know, my uncle called me and said, hey, I want to invest. I said, okay, well, you got to do your research, right? Because you may go to one website and they're going to basically say you can buy this cryptocurrency here, right? So for me personally, I uh, Binance.com, Binance US was one of them. And I, you know, I wanted to transfer my BNB, which is, you know, Binance yep. into MetaMask. Mm-hmm. So something happened to where I didn't catch in the step of the process to say, okay, wait a second, like, there's a wallet address, right? So if you set up MetaMask or any other um, crypto wallet online, there's a wallet address. It's essentially like yep. your bank account number, mm-hmm. right? It's just in, in blockchain and crypto. So for me, I was like, okay, I'm going to transfer this money 
And, you know, I did watch a couple of YouTube videos, but there was one that I didn't watch. Yeah. Right. And I was like, OK, I'm going to. And it, it seemed very seamless because I'm like BNB, which is Binance. I'm going to transfer it to BNB. Yeah. Right? But then there's Binance Smart Chain. Mm. Right. So there was like two different networks that I had to like. I'm like, wait, this is just way too complicated. Yeah. Right. So I think most people getting in, they're like, oh, I don't know. Like, I don't know what goes on here. Right? Yeah. So the, the, the first thing to do, obviously, is to get on YouTube. And search exactly what you want to do. For sure. But for me, I lost $500 Sheesh. because I didn't have the right wallet address. And then after that, I was like, well, it's gone. Like there's like you can't contact Wells Fargo, gone, gone. you know, yeah. or, or, you know, any other banking institution and say, um, well, you know, this is what happened. Can you guys look into this? Right? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, you know, you, you, you really, really have to be careful on how you're sending your money to buy cryptocurrency or buy nfts mm -hmm. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> you're not gonna get an email response from any of those people no. trying to help you get your stuff back and it's it's kind of just floating in the in the ether of of it all I listen guess. it's secure it's <laughs> yeah. on the blockchain somewhere you're not getting it back right so yeah <laughs> and for me you know I, it's funny because i've been so like as much as I love the space, I've been so hesitant to start going into like, I guess you call them like secondary exchanges down the, down the line. So I've really maintained Coinbase and MetaMask as my two because I get it. I'm comfortable with it. Um, but I mean, Rich is right. Like if you want to get into some of those other, you know, altcoins, things that are deeper down the line, you may have to go from different wallets to be able to make that transaction happen using a tool like CoinGecko is going to be a great way to know where you need to send that cryptocurrency. But I, I would really make sure that you're copying and pasting code so you don't miss numbers, cross-reference them. I mean, make sure that you are really doing what you can to um, make sure that you have the right numbers in the right places to make those transactions happen. I also highly recommend watching, like Rich said, a specific video about someone else doing that transaction so you can see the process before you do the process yourself. Try to act with as much clarity as you can when you're doing something like that. Um, but for me personally, I'll say like, you know, Coinbase has been great for me. Um, I can, I've been able to invest in mo in most of the cryptocurrencies that I want to invest in. Uh, Solana, Ethereum, blockchain. I think I bought some mana on there um, with Decentraland. So, I, you know, I've been able to access the, t the coins that I've wanted to. Um, I think there was one or two that I haven't been able to. I want to say Coinbase has somewhere around like 50 60 uh, currencies are currently available, and I'm sure that's going to continue to grow. The The user interface on Coinbase has also been super helpful. It's also worth calling, calling out that there's Coinbase and Coinbase Pro for reduced fees. There's also the Coinbase wallet like we hit on where you can actually use that to do some of your purchasing. Um, so understanding the difference between, in Coinbase's case, the investment as well as the wallet is, is important. Um, so there's a, there's a lot of different avenues and platforms to use, and I think as you go about looking at like what projects you want to get involved with or which ones you should use specifically, um, you know, kind of go where, go where you need to go to make your transaction happen for the projects you're excited about. I would approach that journey probably from the side of this. These are the things that I believe in. These are the projects I believe in. And then these are the platforms that I need to use to get to those projects or to get to those currencies. Um, and I think that's going to look different for all of us as deep as you want to go in this and as much as you want to learn. I'll backtrack a little bit. So for the beginners out there, right, if you're looking at either investing in NFTs or investing in cryptocurrency, so investing in NFTs, 
This is interesting, Jeb. Like most people don't even know what OpenSea is, mm-hmm. right? So let's yeah. well, let's just go here. So, for example, if you want to buy NFTs, right, I would go to OpenSea.io. Right from there, you'll get to explore all the top projects that are out right now, plus any other artists or individuals that are putting their NFTs um, on the market. Right. So this is a this is an NFT market exchange. Right. So. That's buying NFTs. And then with that, you connect your digital wallet, which, for example, could be MetaMask, right? And that's that's how you're going to buy the NFT. So now let's look at that, like if you're going to buy cryptocurrencies, right? So if you're, you know, what... Long- Worth calling out too on OpenSea, you're going to have to have a wallet connected to it because um, yeah. the wallet's going to be what your account's created off of, of OpenSea. Exactly. Yeah. So now let's look at cryptocurrency. Yep. Like if you want to buy Bitcoin or Ethereum or Cardano, right? Let's just look at the top five cryptocurrencies yep. that that if you take notice. So if you're playing a short term and a long term game, right? So you buy, let's just say Coinbase, you buy your cryptocurrencies on there. Okay, it's on there, right? Mm-hmm. You can go, you can look at your portfolio. But then, it, you know, the long game really to really protect your cryptocurrency you want to get a hardware wallet, right? And that's essentially almost looks like a US a small little yep. USB drive, right? Mm-hmm. But what it is is that it's encrypted, right? So um you'll be able to basically plug, I mean that's a thing too. And I started I was like, wait a second, like I gotta still gotta plug it into my computer, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, is anything ever really secure? But I mean, if we're looking in the space and we're actually talking about, you know, uh, digital wallets and then hardware wallets. So let's just look at one, what y'all call out. There's one, there's a company um, called Ledger and it's one of their um, hardware wallets called uh, Ledger Nano X, right? So that's just kind of just one that like, if you do a search, you'll find that come up with mm-hmm. most, you know, yep. blog sites and stuff like that. So what you'll actually do, and they have a full plot, a full uh, process for that to where you basically transfer what you've bought onto this hardware wallet. And some people that I talked to and said, you know what? I just want to be able to buy the cryptocurrencies that I want, store mm-hmm. them on this hardware. It's called a a cold storage wallet, right? Yep. And you just you set it and forget it, right? Mm-hmm. And then hopefully you come back and you got a hundred thousand dollars, or maybe <laughs> even right. like, or maybe even like a hundred. I don't know. But like you know, if you want to do a set it and forget it, to where you say, okay, you know what? I'll, and I want to be able to buy some cryptocurrencies and store it on a cold storage wallet, yep. which is like the external, and then put it in a briefcase somewhere and forget about it or a safe. That's that's an opportunity that you should be exploring too, because that's you, ultimately you keep it safe because it's offline. Yep. But is it really offline? Is it really? Because there's like an app connected to it and like stuff like that. But you know, I don't want to get in, involved in too much of the controversy of it, right? Yeah. I just think that we're just kind of you know giving you some uh, some guidance on what you can be doing. Yeah, right? different if, ways to hold your currencies. Yeah. Are you yeah. are are you into the hardware wallets yet? Not yet. Yeah. Yeah. But you think you're going to get one? Yeah, I definitely am. Yeah. Yeah, cuz if I'm let's just say, you know, Ethereum, I'm I'm real bullish on Ethereum, right? So, um uh, I have one, I want to at least have like two or three. Yeah. And that's the one I want to transfer in the cold and just leave it, just right? Leave because it. then if I buy it. more, I'll just transfer it onto the yep. onto the external wallet. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's interesting cuz I don't have any Bitcoin at all. Right. Um, not saying that I that I won't. I just think like um, Ethereum is something that I've been researching a lot of. And then yeah. um, Cardano is, is kind of that one, too. And yep. Cardano is just cheap. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, mm-hmm. listen, man, if I can own, you know, three, four thousand Cardano and it goes to like, you know, 20, 30 bucks in five yep. years, then I feel good about that. For sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so like from good. an investment standpoint, you know, it's like. Um, you know, if you're looking to invest and let's just say you, you, you go on coinmarketcat.com and you can see the top 10 
um, or the top three or five, you know, cryptocurrencies that have been mm-hmm. there for a while, they got very, really, really big market caps, right? So if you look at it and say, you know what, like, you know, I'm going to do my research on Cardano, yep. which is is actually, you know, their their ecosystem and their technology is really, you know, being used for, for change, right? Mm. To, to really help institutionalize and build ecosystems around education, mm-hmm. right? So it's huge. So like, if you look at Cardano, you do your research, you say, you know, I want to invest in this. You take a hundred bucks, yeah, yeah. buy it on Coinbase. And then you say, okay, you, you either want to keep it on Coinbase for however long, or you want to transfer that that um, card, however much Cardano you bought onto um, onto that uh, cold storage wallet. Right? Yeah. So that's kind of the process, right? You know, most importantly, when you're looking at cryptocurrencies is that you just want to do your research, right? Don't look at the herd and say, oh, everybody's investing in this, or this is the top five cryptocurrencies. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do this. Like, why wouldn't you? It's no different than like, if, you, if you're an Apple user and you want to buy Apple stock, yeah. right? Like you buy into what you, you, you're you interested in, you see as a long-term play, and you really just overall feel good mm. about investing mm-hmm. in it, right? Ethereum is the network. It is the blockchain, yep. right? That a lot of um, a lot of apps or dApps that are that yeah. are built on. So, like, just do your research, right? And 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 then um, and then you know make that move. Yeah, and there's so many um, ways to evaluate cryptocurrencies. There's a lot of things to look at. I mean, with Ethereum, I know one of the big sort of hindrances or things that you see people complain about complain about right now is the transaction fees, called gas fees. Basically, like how much it's how much you have to pay to to make a transaction happen. Um, you'll see with some of these NFTs, if you're minting, you'll see gas fees go crazy when there's a big surge of people trying to to mint an NFT. Um, and then there's alternatives to Ethereum like Solana, where transaction fees are cut. You know, I, I can't remember specifically what the percentage is, but a fraction of what they look like on Ethereum. Um, not that you shouldn't invest in Ethereum because it's it definitely is sort of the standard right now. But as you're thinking about sort of the chain of your investments, what may make sense longer term in the future, what may what may make sense more short term, um, to, to Rich's point, like do that do that research to understand the different aspects of the currencies, the utilities, what impact they might have, because um, a lot of those things are useful even as you're just evaluating um, the space in general giving yourself more knowledge to pull from as you're going through making those investment decisions. So highly recommend um, looking at cryptocurrencies because they're definitely sort of like the the gas for these, for this web three machine that's, that's moving right now. Yeah. I think that's the, that's one. I'm so glad we brought that up. Right. Like the, the gas fee is essentially just mm-hmm. a, just a, a fee to execute the transactions on the blockchain. Yep. Right. So it's there. You, you you definitely have to be mindful of it. I know for me personally, I was just like, man, I don't even know how exactly like it's 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 you know it's uh it's computed, right? Mm-hmm. Like I was just like, how do I know exactly? Like I, I, maybe you could touch on that a little bit more. I don't know, but I, what I did was I said, okay, I'm just gonna put some extra money in there, yep. and hope that it goes through. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. and then whatever it doesn't, I'll just transfer back to like Coinbase. I'll transfer it back to whatever, for sure. You know what I mean? But like. It's um, it, and you don't really know what the gas fee is going to be when you go into this mint situation. Yeah, I think it's a little more standard on like OpenSea, but I, I mean, I've been on the mint for an NFT project, and when it's sold out, you'll see the gas fee go to like five thousand, the equivalent of five thousand USD, or you know, I think the standard gas fee I've paid has been equivalent to USD somewhere between like a hundred to two hundred dollars to get an NFT minted. 
So it's it's significant enough to take into account when you're thinking about getting into NFTs that the price that it's meant for is not the price that you're going to pay. There's there's going to be slightly more than that paid to the gas fee as well as the um, follow-up percentages paid to platforms like OpenSea um, or the royalties off of it. Yeah, and and what's what's really cool, right, is that there's a lot of uh, new technologies that are being implemented. Like I think Cardano now that I just noticed is um, implementing and executing. Uh, I guess a certain, you know, I guess it's, I don't know if it's like roll ups or something like that, mm-hmm. where it basically helps. You know, you if let's just say if you're buying an NFT, right, that you could actually, um, you can actually use Cardano which will actually just kind of like you said about like Polygon or something like that, that, yep. you know, that, that basically executes a, a lower gas fee, which is like fractions. Right. So mm-hmm. what I'm trying to get to is that there's t- technologies that are being implemented right now to really help reduce the gas fees. Right. Because yep. they're, they're, they're not going away. Right. Mm-hmm. Or they, may, I don't know, like that, I, who knows what's going to happen, but um, we, we are going to get to a point to where it's going to be, you know, fractions to the cent or something like that. For sure. For sure. So, as the technology increases as with anything, yeah. I think that the efficiency will be there. It just kind of hurts right now when yeah, you're really getting into some of these projects. Yeah, but that's the thing is that <laughs> yeah. even like the emotion of buying cryptocurrency and buying NFTs is, you know, is is the emotions are high. So you're just like, okay, you know, um, I want to jump into this and I'm just going to put some extra in there to kind of make it happen, right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you're uh, if you're kind of a tech geek or math geek, like you would jump in and, you know, I, I would I would ex- I would urge you to explore more um, how that's actually calculated for the gas yeah. fee. Cause, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't. I haven't got that far yet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> crazy, that's a whole thing. Yeah, man. So, what's some of the news you're excited about right now? Um, I know, like the Nike thing was super cool. For yeah. uh, break that down. Yeah. So I think it's uh, what is the company? It's like R T F K T. Yeah. R T. Yeah. R T F K T. Yeah. I always got that confused. Yeah. So this just the news just last night, which what is today anyway? Today's the 14th. Right. So then um, on the 13th, even of 13th, I saw and this is this is interesting because I saw it before, like all these um, Instagram kind of news yep. uh, popped up. Right. Um, Nike acquires RT, you know, FKT, which is a huge move because Nike already implemented their, um, you know, metaverse play with, uh, I think it was like Roblox or something yep. like that. Um, yeah. So this is interesting. So RT, FKT, they already, you know, got into the game. And here's another thing that I read is that this company basically was creating digital collectibles, right? And yeah. wearables, right? Yeah, yeah. Sneakers and shoes and jackets and, and all sorts of stuff. And it's like they were utilizing um ar right mm-hmm. augmented reality so you can basically see yourself you know what i mean we see other people see yourself For walking sure. down the street with, with this with these shoes on so you know they're they're just heavy into it right they're creators and innovators uh making it happen but basically nike just acquired this company awesome. so now the uh, rtfkt studio has the backing of nike and their team Insane. and their money yeah. say okay like we're gonna we're gonna come in and we're gonna dominate now Right. So that was a big thing. And, 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 you know, here's another thing about I was looking at their launch of yeah. their clone X avatars. And I was like, man, should I jump into this? It was that moment where I was just like, is this just a big risk? Right yeah. now? Of course it is. Uh, but it's interesting because like the prices just already went up, man. It's like, you know, buying at 3K and now they're selling for like 40K. <laughs> right. So, OK, whatever, like stupid rich, whatever. Like I didn't do it. But 
listen, man, it's it's I'm I'm in this for the long haul, so I'm not just like we'll find like, one. Yeah, yeah, I'm not I'm not emotional about it, man. Yeah. Like whether well, if we create one or whether if I buy one, something is going to happen. Yeah. Right? Like and, and it's even with this, you know, with, with with this podcast and what we're doing here is that like this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. People are gonna take notice. People are gonna uh um they're gonna they're gonna basically take notice of what we're doing, whatever, yep. and they're gonna be like, Man, this this is cool. So like I'm not crazy about that. But yeah, Nike is a really big one that just happened right and yeah you're gonna see it like you know adidas is jumping in and, with uh, board ape yacht club i mean that collaboration yeah yeah so it's gonna happen and now even the board ape, board ape yacht club just partnered with animoca brands which is another gaming blockchain gaming company they partnered to create a play to earn game so this is all happening super fast something may happen tonight something's gonna happen tomorrow yep. Um, so all I'll say is just, you know, take a, you know, take a seat and, and, yeah. and, and really just enjoy the ride. Yeah. It's going to be a ride. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, as always, we appreciate it. This was our, uh, our breakdown on crypto wallets and how to buy an NFT. So if you have any more questions on that process, or if you think we missed something, get in the comments, let us know, and we will see you guys in the next episode. Yeah. Peace. We'll see peace. you.